What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another installment of <laughs> Why You Look Like That Crime and Wine. <laughs> I didn't know I looked like anything. I was just taking it. <laughs> you looked at me like, oh, that was a little different. <laughs> oh, did I? I didn't. Okay. I don't know. Um, What's going on? I don't know. You don't know. Do you ever? No. God, dog it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I'm tired. <laughs> I mean, that's my life. I live in New York. Everything here is loud and exhausting. Well, that sucks. So, I don't know. That's all I ever have is it's loud and exhausting. And I also can't say the name of my line at all. Literally. See, that's how I be feeling. Cannot pronounce this. I go, uh, I look it up before I before I get on here. <laughs> oh, I tried. It, <laughs> it's a Spanish one, though. I look it up and be like, pronunciation of. Oh, I could, oh, maybe it's not French. You know, it's French, but I can say that part. All right. How are you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, how I'm doing, I, what, what the hell, how, how am I doing? I'm cool. <laughs> I have an adventure feel weekend. What's like your adventure feel weekend? Oh, yeah, I know. Because I'm going to going to uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade, and then I'm going to 90s. It's going to be very, very fun. I'm very excited. Would y'all please tell her how effed up she is for never telling me when she knows it's always going to be around my birthday? I always... She don't, but she don't never care about me having fun. She want to have all the fun by herself. I always forget it's happening until the week it is happening. And then it's like, rush. this is why I never go all three days. I always end up going one day because I forget it's happening until the she week. Don't, she don't care about my life. That's how I feel. Okay. Well, <laughs> on that note. I mean, I'm like Chanel, stop being so damn dramatic. We're extremely dramatic. And I, I'm not entertaining this. Literally moving right past. What are you drinking? What is I'm <laughs> sipping on? I'm just sipping on, oh shoot, uh, William Hill Estate Winery. Of course, Chardonnay. And I actually think it was one of those like locale Chardonnays. Low I was like, the funny thing is, I was like, let me try it again, you know, because I've had like one or two in the past and I'm like, this shit's disgusting. I didn't even know they made locale wine. I yeah, like the skinny girl shit. Oh, I avoid that whole section. No, I see the funny thing is I didn't know it was that shit, but uh I was just like, oh, let me try uh, you know, see what this tastes like. And I'm like, oh, this and I didn't even know skinny girl had wine. I thought it was just margaritas. She has, she has some wine. But uh, but I tried like two of them. I'm like, oh this shit's gross. But I think this is one. I think that's what the little thing said that was on the top, but I don't remember. But it's good nonetheless. You know, I like it. Okay. I have my unpronounceable wine. It's a Cote de Rion red wine. It's all right. Bear with me because I had oh, to ask, but I'm a trash. Oh Lord. My the Santa Cro Croy Croy. Yeah, that. Um, I don't know. It's French. Is it like the uh the sparkling <laughs> water La Crocs? It, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> Watching it bad. Because it, whatever, it's fine. It's, 
but yes, that, so it's a red wine. It's it's good. I've never had it before, but oh, surprisingly good. Now let let's see how many people think I actually believe that's how it's pronounced. That's why I got annoyed. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, what's the story? What's happening? What's happening? Oh, we are about to go on a roller coaster ride. Okay. I like roller coasters. You ready? Let's see. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna be ready. Let's let's see how ready I am. So the Brazilians out there may know this name. Okay. We are talking about Florida's de Santos de Souza, or better just known as Florida's. Okay. Mama was, is a very big deal. Okay. He's a contemporary Christian singer. Like, Mama's like Brazilian Celine Dion. Like, she's out there. Celine <laughs> Dion ain't no Christian singer. Right. I'm talking about popularity wise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's a Pentecostal pastor. She was a member of the Chamber of, De- of Deputies representing Rio de Janeiro. Like, she was out here. She was in the Democratic Party, then switched over to the Independent Party. Like, mama's a pastor, a singer, a politician. She's like, I have all the things. Okay. I do all the things. So let's go back. She was born in Rio de Janeiro in 61. You said Um, 61? In 61, yeah. Okay. So when she was 14, her father and her brother died in a car accident. Oh, no. And that is when she started down her spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. So this is the fun, <laughs> this is the thing about Fleurelise, right? Is she does go on to become a pastor, as I already said. Mm-hmm. But she tells a lot of her journey to be to being a pastor. It's, it's a lot of fables. Okay. Like she tells a story of how like gang members were about to rob her and she looked at them and said my god will smite you and they all like backed up off her and like ran back right okay kind of the you know it's a lot of fables around her but in that like the mystique around her grows so she like becomes like she gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So mm-hmm. she's running a church, you know, as she gets a little older. She became a teacher and a pastor and, you know, started running a church and a charity. Mm-hmm. Right. So in 94, she had like her, she she had like a big house. And she would let a lot of the neighborhood kids kind of come and stay with her. Mm -hmm. She ended up adopting 37 children. Damn, okay. Because she had had a bunch of kids, about 15. At the same time? Yeah. So this is how this came to be. She had about 15 or 16 of the local teenagers. Mm Mm-hmm already kind of living with her Mm -hmm. and she calls these the first generation of kids Mm -hmm. they were she was in her 30s they were between 12 and in 17 you know like and 
they didn't really have any rules. So they kind of just stand work and do what they want. But the thing is, at nighttime, she would take these 15, 16 kids out with her on street corners and stuff to preach to the drug dealers, drug users, gang members about them turning their lives around, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is where the fables kind of come up again because we we only- The fact that you keep saying fables is funny, but go ahead. <laughs> because some of these stories are so goddamn fantastic. I mean, it's fine, like, but the fact yeah. is fable. Like who uses that term? Is it 1927? Like what the hell? Come on, fables. fables. <laughs> anyway. What the hell? <laughs> but- so this no one knows this story it, we only know the story from the way she tells it so this may be true this may be totally false who really knows but the story goes while she was out one day this drug user came to her and confessed to her that she had harmed her baby the drug user harmed her baby. Wait, home harmed, harmed her own baby. Okay, okay, okay. So she like takes her to said I don't know somehow. Flodelise ends up with said baby. The baby's okay, and then the next day the drug user comes back and drops off the thirty-seven children, which included fifteen babies. Sorry, what? Yeah, I don't know where these kids came from necessarily. They just said that she that Shorty showed up and like left not these sure. kids at her at her house. It's it's really not clear where these children came from, who these children belong to, if they was hers, if they was stolen kids. Like we really don't know. It's really hard to say where these kids came from. Stolen, really? I mean, I don't know if they they could have been. But oh, okay. so with her taking in all these kids, this basically gives her the reputation. Like she's damn near a saint in this village, right? Because they're like, oh my gosh, she does all this charity work and she's taking care of all these at-risk children. So it starts attracting a lot of attention from the media and everything else. And she kind of becomes a celebrity. And then they make a biopic about her that she stars in. As herself? Yes. <laughs> It was released in 2009. Oh, she pulls a Fantasia. She did. She pulled a Fantasia. Um, after the release of the film, Floatalise was approached by a label, MK Music, because until then, she was only releasing independent music. But mm -hmm. the label signed her, and she released her first contemporary Christian album. And it did numbers. She ended up doing like five albums on this record label. So now she's a pastor and a Christian singer. Then she said she got a vision that she needed to be in politics. Hmm. So she jumped over into the pol the political world because she said Jesus told me that I need to represent y'all. So in 2004 she ran unsuccessfully for city council but in 2016, she ran for mayor of, oof, <laughs> I don't know Portuguese, sorry. <laughs> so, hope I say this right. <laughs> Sao Goncalo? 
hope I said that right. There's a pronunciation here, but it's like it's like an English pronunciation on Portuguese words. So I don't know if that's necessarily helpful. So my ass been skipped over that word. <laughs> so from 2019 to 2021, she was working as a member of the Chamber of Deputies representing Rio de Janeiro because she got elected in 2018. Okay. So through this, she got married. Okay. She got married to a man named Anderson de Carmo de Souza. Okay, wait a minute. So this individual was okay with her having 37 children? Ha, so fun thing about Anderson. Anderson was one of the first generation of children. <laughs> okay. Okay. <clears throat> Clodalee says that they did not become romantic until he turned 19. Mm, okay. They got married. No, until he turned 18. They got married when he was 19 and she was 37. Okay. I don't know that I believe that, but yes. So through this, Anderson has been controlling all the parts of her career, right? Mm -hmm. He's been the behind the scenes guy making all the shit go, but he's kind of famous in his own right being her husband. Right. And he's into it. He's all about the fame. I don't like the way this is going, but okay. <laughs> According to Flodalise's children, the older children, the first generation children that were adopted with him, who he is now their stepfather. Mm-hmm she had come to resent him controlling every aspect of her life. And when I say every aspect, I mean the wardrobe, everything, right? So they kind of hit a rough patch in their marriage, but they was going to make it better. So okay. they go out. They, they go out. They have a night out on the town that ended with them banging on the roof of the car or on the hood of the car. Okay. Yeah, it. I, I don't know why they just go home, but you know. <laughs> okay. So they go home. Now, mm -hmm. before this, Florida Lisa that kept saying she was in fear that they were going to get mugged, get robbed, what have you, because the gangs were moving. It's Rio de Janeiro. This is right when gangs were starting to take hold in certain areas, and she was a public figure, and you know, all of that. Okay. So June 16th, 2019, Anderson DeCarmo D'Souza is shot 30 times outside of his home. 3-0? Yes. God, dog it. That is like, oh, shit, that's overkill. Like, what do people be doing? He was shot 30 times. Um, as they're investigating, they realize stuff that floated Lisa saying ain't making no sense. Okay, such so as talking to Flo Delise, they get to talk to the kids, and the story's just kind of not adding up. Stuff so just ain't making no sense. So she becomes suspect number one with the other kids becoming two, three, four, and five. So mm -hmm. then one of the kids, Lucas, who had since left the situation, he didn't like Anderson, and he, you know, he left. So he reached out to the 
to the cops with a tail. Mm-hmm. He called and he said that his adoptive brother, Flavio, who was 38, mind you, Anderson was 44. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, okay, wait. Huh? What part? I'm sorry. Say the, say the whole thing again. Say it one more time. Lucas. Lucas. The 18-year-old that left the flock. Right. Called the, called the police. Okay. And said that his 38-year-old brother, Flavio, who was one of the ones from the first generation, because only a few years younger than Anderson, that's not about that's see that's that's the thing that's why I was confused about how she adopts somebody that's supposedly her child that's damn near her age. Am I messing that up? Oh, she's significantly older. Remember, she, she was no um Anderson's 44. She was 37 when they got married. So she's 44 at the time. No, 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 no. He was 44 at the time of his death, not her. (laughs) Okay, I guess I'm lost. Anderson was 44 when he died. Anderson was the one that she married when he was 18? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So this 30-some-odd-year-old sibling is Anderson's... the current age brothers. when he was 44. Yes. Okay, okay. So you yes. see how I was lost at first? I'm like, wait a minute. I, I see, I see. I got you. Well, we here. Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> so 38-year-old brother Flavio accused him of being complicit, basically saying Flavio called me and told me to shoot Anderson. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So then they start, you know, they get to talking to Anderson and Anderson's like, yeah, they was texting me, telling me how much they hate him, but they, they want, and it's like, cause she did have three actual biological children in all of this. Mm-hmm. So it was like her real kids got caught up. It, they're like, right. her bio, not real kids. I don't mean that. Like her biological and adoptive. I, let me clear that up. That's not what I meant. I know what you mean. <laughs> so basically saying the first generation kids was texting him, telling them how much he they hate Lucas. And I mean, they hate Anderson and it's time for him to go. And there's oh, also a fun fact about Anderson. He also dated her biological daughter first. Okay. And so you see like her biological daughter texting her talking about well now that you've been elected we don't need him no more and stuff like that so they was very much plotting to get rid of him <laughs> that's why you gotta be careful man that sucks yeah. act like they like they'll flip on your ass you think shit's good for 15 years the next thing you know boom mm-hmm. so Flo Lee and several of her children were charged with orchestrating Anderson's murder. Okay. Problem was they couldn't arrest Flodelise because she had parliamentary immunity. Basically, because of her political office? Yes. In Brazil, because it's such a politically volatile area, they do have a law on the books that you can't arrest sitting 
political figures. That's crazy. Because of the potential of like political backlash or things of that nature. So they do have a law on the books that she would first have to be stripped of her title before she could be arrested. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so in June of 2021, the ethics new. Yeah. Oh yes. This is this is recent. <laughs> the Ethics Count Council of Brazil approved the loss of the mandate of Representative Flor Florales by a vote of sixteen to one. The way I want to talk to that one person who was like, "Nah, she Gucci." Like, not Gucci. I want to know what what's happening. What, what, <laughs> what's going on? Like, what what do we need? What what. Do, what type of services are needed here? Because what? <laughs> services. What, what we gotta do? Because I'm I'm confusion. Like is it, I'm saying confusion. About <laughs> <laughs> so the chamber floor approved the resolution with 437 votes for the removal and seven against. Again, thought process. Like understanding i need to can we need to just let's just have a drink and you tell me why floater <laughs> deserve to steal because floater lease was wild <laughs> <laughs> so on august 11 2021 her mandate was revoked by the chamber and she released this like weird ass statement this like the day that we never wanted to happen is here but I'm going to stay strong. And it's like, girl, mm -hmm. what? Like, mm -mm. What are we talking mm -mm. about? <laughs> mm -mm. Mm -mm. We ain't going to do that. <laughs> so <laughs> it was it was just like, girl, what? So as a result, she could be tried and in prison for her husband's death. And in addition to losing office, a representative would, will be, she's also ineligible to ever run again. Well, she better be shit. So, while all this is happening, the kids start to tell their story about how terrible she actually was. Mm. She, they said that she was abusive and she was super moody and really up and down, and you know, all of that, whatever. So, Flodelise then had her preventative detention decreed by the Third Criminal Court after being arrested on August 13th of 2021 by the Rio de Janeiro Civil Police. Arrested by the police and district that you just got stripped from representing. That is the level. But that, see, see if, I was, that if I was the police in that district, I would have so much like, well, well, look at what you did. <laughs> Come on, you already know I'm here. Let's go. <laughs> mm -mm. So, because she lost her parliamentary immunity, of course, she's treated just like everybody else mm -hmm. and get the same things as everybody else. So, now it's time for Mama to go to trial. Mm -hmm. In November of 2022, she was convicted of murder and sentenced to 50 years in prison. So at this point, she in her 60s. She is. And she was just convicted of yes. in 50 years. Yeah. 
Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So the so th this individual was only used for her political gain, and but then yeah. she would just get rid of him. Yeah. Why? Because it's more digestible of a a married woman. Is that? I mean, is that what it is? <laughs> basically, that's basically it. Like it's it's more it's easier for. It's like she was a little bit older and she has this... I think at one point she gave a fuck about him, but then it was just like at some point as he kind of became just as important as she was, especially to her life, she didn't care about no, She didn't want him around because she wanted people around she could control. That's why she had all those kids and no adults around her. That's bananas. She wanted people she could control. And once it got to the point that he was more in control of her than she was of him, she couldn't, that's not, she was kind of running a kid cult, for real, if you think it's, about it. It's, it's kind of unfortunate. And I'm not saying that this is automatically the case, but unfortunately, a lot of times when people try to have that many children at once, they don't really have good intentions. No, because they, because you like literally. How you could you capacity. even attempt to pay attention to? You don't have the capacity to properly take care of that being yeah. one time, and then when you think about it, it's like, why would you take in fifteen, sixteen babies? Shit, we we are two of seven, and that was fucking hard. So it's right, like, that's what I'm saying. And you didn't took in like you got like fifty five kids in your house. But you got all these kids in here with no rules because she didn't enforce rules or nothing like that. That's why that's what got the teenagers to stay. It was kind of a flop house. But then this boy is fucking your daughter. Then you turn around and marry him. Mm, 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 mm. Like everything about this is kind of weird, but it's like because again, because her story is only ever told by her. Because so much of this stuff never made it to the Brazilian media. I bet you had him in office. Not until after he got killed, because they didn't even say how old he was. Like nobody knew how old he was for a long time. So it's always real convenient that she can marry somebody, you know. It's always real convenient, like, oh, we didn't start our relationship until they were 18. That, that, it's always exactly at 18. It's like, no, that's shut up. Come on. Like that's stop. literally a lie. Cause y'all always you ain't you hadn't looked at this person with no sexual intentions at no point. And then all of a sudden, 1201 on that 18th birthday hit. And now it's like, ooh, this motherfucker kind of sick. I, I ain't trying, I ain't trying to give like pointers or nothing, but shit. Motherfucker, at least act like you gave a damn. Like, come on. <laughs> Immediately at 18. Come on now. It's just always like, how is it that you pay no attention to this person at all? And now all of a sudden, immediately at the 18th birthday. <laughs> right. Because you, you know their sex appeal. Like nothing about my my look, my mental state, my my um. Uh, thinking of the future, anything along those lines, none of that shit changed from one day to the next. Right. I'm the same motherfucker I was yesterday on the 18th. I promise I am. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah. Come on. There's so much of this story that's so fucked up and it's Woo. so like insane. But then it's like still like a lot of people that don't believe that she did this because they still like 
Like, she still has a ton of Instagram followers. There's still people that, like, follow her teaching, still, like, play her music super loud. Like, there's a lot of people that don't think that she had nothing to do with this. I mean, who are we to judge? We not, we can't even go down that road when it comes to motherfuckers in the U.S. Oh, not at all. I'm not talking about me and you, we. We as in the U.S. <laughs> no. Oh, no, that wasn't. That definitely wasn't what that was about. It's just, like, she, because she's almost like a mythical figure, right? It's like because so much of her story, you only know from her account. Because she was from such a small town, who gonna, who gonna correct it? Like, mm. so this story can be as big and as outlandish as she wants it to be. She's almost like yeah. mythical. So it's like when somebody kind of becomes this like, kind of ethereal, ever-present kind of version of ultimate spirituality, mm-hmm. it's easy for people to not believe. And that's really what she made herself into. Mm-mm-mm-mm. This is, excuse me, this is effing bananas. That's, that's, that's some shit. That's a story. <laughs> that's an MFing story, yo. I told you I had a good one. <laughs> yeah. That was the epitome of political game. Oh, yes. I told you I had a good one. I was coming. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Lord, have mercy. Well, all right, y'all. This one was a pretty quick one, uh, but uh, we'll be back next week. It, it was, it, I mean, no, it's fine. It was, it, was, it, was, it was good. It was like, it was like, what the hell? Like, it was everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of, yeah. It was, it was everywhere. Um, but yeah, so we got, uh, we'll be back next week again. Thank you so much for listening. We truly appreciate it. Don't forget. We still have merch. Um, you can go ahead and purchase our merch. It is coming to the spring summertime. So now it's time to get, uh, I guess you can always have that wine tumbler, huh? (laughs) Time for things along those lines, but anyway, we will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you tell someone and they can listen to it in the background just as well as you do. Thank you so much. Peace out. See y'all next week. Bye.